Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 21. Roll music. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy New Year. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you, and you. Good morning, Bob. So it's a good morning and a good year and a new month and a new everything. Everything is new. Whatever you did last year, just wash it out. It's all in the past. It's in the past. And as Ed said last time, he's forgetting the past. I'm forgetting we the past. We are moving forward. Right. I like it. Your, your wife over here saying, you better. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. This is the Ed and Bob Show. Ed, tell everybody what we've got coming up for them in this well, edition. Well, let's see. We're going to be talking about some fun things today. Of course, mm-hmm. we've got the mailbox. Got yeah. a lot of things in the mailbox. Box. Also, we're going to talk about pensions. Mm. Do you have a pension? Do you know someone with a pension? Have you ever gotten a pension? I got pinched. Once. Got pinched one time. Well, good for you. You got. Pinched. I never got yeah. to anything like that. So uh, that'll be a fun thing to talk about. I mean, it seems like it's the thing to talk about these days. It's in the news, or at least here, it's in the news. So we'll see about that, and uh, look forward to that. Some other mailboxes, you said, and other things coming up. So should be good. All right, what's in the news, things that you saw or things that you see that are coming up, anything that you know that you want to mention? Well, it's a new year in Washington, of course, and it's it's certainly going to be different this year than what it has been in the past because the Democrats control the House. They did? Yes, and that's been the stronghold for the Republican Party now for the last couple of years, more than that probably. But the Republicans still have the Senate. So this is going to put a, a – we're going to hear a lot more than just Trump on the news because these people are going to be going back and forth and they're all going to say, I can work with the people across the aisle. Well, we'll see. But it's it's going to be interesting there. And I'm not so sure whether Nancy Pelosi will be, uh, of course, about the time this show airs. Well, let me ask you this. That's a great question because, or a great point. She's been going to the White House and talking to Trump and he's been almost... I mean, uh, helping her to exactly. try to get Endorsing elected or something. Yeah. 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 Saying, you know, I'm looking forward to working with her yeah. to make sure she just automatically gets it. Yeah. So maybe he's afraid of somebody else. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she's making some deals. <laughs> already, huh? <laughs> yeah. Some, some deals already. Well, they, when do they get sworn in? Yeah. They get sworn in. When do they get sworn in? Third? Yeah. Third of January. January. Everybody well, gets sworn in. Basically, that was yesterday. So, so uh, um, they're all official. Yeah. They're, they're official now. Good. All right. So uh, let's get rolling here. We've got um, well, we got, we got a lot to talk about. So you want to go round into some of the questions, or you still got something else in the news you want to talk nah, about? No, that's all right. I've got a question of the day. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm ready to hear it. Is it time for the United States of America and the many millions of people who live here mm-hmm. to get a third political party? Not a, Not a... Party that's a fringe party, not a green party, not a not a radical party, but a real third party, one that's more mainstream with what you believe in. So it's, I mean, that's, I think that's a good question. What would you call this party? The People's Party, something like that, a yeah. populist party. It could be, but isn't it time that we we you know we've only had two choices. I don't I, I don't like the two choice thing. And independents never get a chance because that's just a candidate. You got libertarians. Well, you do. We and, have a libertarian uh, the mayor. The green candidates, like you were talking yeah. about. 
a libertarian, but uh, well, libertarian's not too bad, but it sounds weird. I think I, you know, I agree with many of the principles of a libertarian, but it's never the constitutional. They, they party. don't have any good <clears throat> spokesperson. You know, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta have something behind that. So it's, but I think it's time we had a third party. Well, I think it's just time for us to quit. Um, not being able to cross a party line or cr- there's a line there and no matter what if you're on the other side i'm criticizing you well maybe we just do away with all parties well you're talking about every single election being nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. well i think there's a place for political machines uh but they've got down a control oh yeah it's kind of like what mm-hmm. i'm thinking so all right uh, so that was your question of the day mm-hmm. all right i got one for you I'm looking on my calendar here. 675 days until the presidential election in 2020. (laughs) So my question really is, who do you think is going to oppose Trump, um, Republicans and Democrats? And do you think... Or do you think he could just easily win, no matter what? No, I don't think he'll easily win. I think Corker's going to oppose him, Republican-wise, or try to. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that can happen. Mm-hmm. But I think Corker's doing all those things. and um, But I'm sure there's other people across the United States who's also doing the things they need to do, too. I don't think it will be uh, easy for Trump this time. I mean, a lot of things. You know, he always hung his hat on the stock market. And recently, it's been so volatile. Yeah. But it, it's a while, yeah. He's got well, a lot to... He's already filed to run again. He did oh, that sure on, he on yeah. his inauguration day. Yeah. He filed. Do you know, yeah. right now, there are already 436 people who have filed to run for president. <laughs> Seriously? Four, yeah, 436. 131 Democrats, 59 Republicans, 18 Libertarian, 10 Green candidates, and, and some others. They have already filed wow. to run. And some of the most notable ones... Ju- Julian Castro. Oh, yeah. Uh, Richard, is it Ojeda? Ojeda? Yeah. Uh, John Delaney. Um, and then they say uh, Democrats might be Joe Biden, Jerry Brown. Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. Eric Gar- Garcetti, who's the mayor of Los Angeles. Cory Booker, Jerry Brown. Tim Kaine, who was the vice presidential running uh, uh, mate last time. Uh, business-wise, Bill Gates, uh, Bill, Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney. Um, Michelle Obama, I don't think. So. I mean, really, I don't see that. No, she, would, she would have won in the last time. What about what about Hillary Clinton, though? Do you think she will run again? They, she has still kept her pack open. Mm-hmm. I checked on that today. Um, uh, the one I saw that was here's what I think that, that the Republican side of this is: if you get in it in the primary, it's strictly to get your name ready for twenty. 24. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's going to be a friendly, some of those people are just going to get their name out there for a friendly kind of run against Trump to get their name out there as kind of, a, oh, I'm the uh, heir apparent. Right. And uh, where does this leave Mike Pence? Well, can Trump fire the vice president? Yeah. <laughs> He's firing everybody. Well, just, I mean, I don't know the answer to that question. Did you know the 17 people have left his cabinet in position since he's been in office? Oh, I thought it was probably 100. It's only 17. Seven, well, that was the cabinet position. I, There's only 22 on the cabinet. I know. <laughs> well, but I, I, I got to look it up if he can fire the vice president because I'm surprised he, he, I'm surprised he can't fire him yet. <clears throat> anyway, business people in the Republican Party could be Mark Cuban, they say. Um Carly Fiorina, is that how you pronounce her name? Yes. 
former CEO of Hewlett-Packard. She also ran for governor of California. Um, Andrew Cuomo of New York, governor there, so he's not running. But anyway, so answer my question. Can Trump easily win? Doesn't have to worry about it. Well, if he, what if Oprah runs against him? Easily win. He'd win? he win, yeah. Yeah, he'd win. So well, do you I think he's going to skate through? I think it's up to him. Um, if, well, well he mean, wants to be president, so I'm forever. sure. Yeah, well, no, the second go. term may be just the second <laughs> term of many, because he'll change the rules, I promise. Uh, that has to be Or give it to his son. I agree. Yeah. Golly. Come on. Uh, but I'm, I, is Mike Pence wanting to be president after him? Well, sure. That's kind of the, the regular thing. Then he needs to get his name out there more. You know. All right. That's my question. Let's move along. Tell everybody what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about pensions. Mm. The topic of the day. Are they history? Yeah, we're going to find out. We're going to talk about them at least. What do you got? Well, I want to tell you a little bit about our friends over at Fountain City Finance. Now, here's, you know, we had a fine Christmas, and I'm sure you went all out like everybody else did. Mm -hmm. But credit card debt can kill you. And if you're suffering from a lot of credit card debt, the home refinancing program at Fountain City Finance can help you pay off some of that high interest debt and get you back right back on track where you need to be. Just give them a call over there and ask them about it. So, you know, life can deliver some unexpected twists and turns, so don't leave your financial future in the hands of fate. The folks at Fountain City Finance offer a number of loans, <clears throat> pardon me, loans that can help when you find yourself dealing with financial hardships. Their phone number 865-687-8200. They're at 5319 North Broadway in Fountain City. 865-687-8200. Give them a call and say, Jack, I need your help. That's all you got to do. All right. So let's get down to the topic of the day. It's pensions. Are they history? Are they good? Are they bad? What's the thoughts there? I don't know a lot about pensions because I've never been exposed to a pension. Um I think pensions, to me, represent people who worked in the North or for the railroad or something like that. Auto workers. That was big. You know, and they they lost theirs. Yeah, and and I think a lot of people have lost it. A lot of people who work for big companies like around here, like Alcoa, they've lost their medical, which was like a pension. Mm -hmm. And now Alcoa only pays part of your medical expenses, where before they paid all of it. Now they they give the widows like $300, $400 on their insurance. And that's it. So it, it's it's going away. Well, a for those of you that are just really not sure how pensions work, this is something that companies used to have all the time. It's a defined benefit pension plan. And that's a fancy way of saying that if you work for a company long enough, usually at least five years, they will pay you a certain amount of money every month for the rest of your life when you retire at the age of 62. Um, some formulas... Um, typically, it's something like um, they'll pay you one and a half percent of your salary times every how many years you work for them and, and things like that. And then you'll get it for, you know, you, know, you may get like if you made one hundred thousand dollars a year, it may average out if you work for them for 30 years or so, forty five thousand dollars a year for the rest of your life. That's not bad. No. Not bad at all. Well, the auto workers, though, used to get 100% of their salary for the rest of their life. That's how strong their union was. Mm -hmm. And then it got them in trouble because they all went broke. Mm -hmm. And it got the companies in trouble. So uh, now those people don't get anything. Mm -hmm. But I think that 
when I look at the pensions are almost non-existent. I sent, I gave you a copy of ten companies that still have them, but they're huge companies: Kaiser Foundation, Johnson and Johnson, Pacific Gas and Electric. Uh, Merck and Company, Eli Willett, Lilly, and stuff like that. They still have them, but they use it as something to attract workers. And I was reading one of these things. It said the loss of pensions has actually forced productivity in America to lessen because it forced people to work longer, and therefore your core hardest workers are 45 and they're 45, uh, 25, 54. And when they can't move up into those jobs with people retiring and the people getting older are producing less because they're getting older, you don't have as many of these core 25, 54 producing. Well, what is this early early retiring thing like Knox County did where they buy you out or early retire? Is that like a pension? You're talking about like the Sentinel? Yeah, or, or uh, the Knox County did that, too. Well, you, you some people had them. And Well, if you got too many employees and you don't want to fire them, yeah. you can say, you know what? You're of age. Mm-hmm. We will give you a bonus on what you'll retire with if you'll retire early, earlier than 62. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's attrition, lessening your workforce, and then not replacing them. It's more of a cost thing. Okay, but so. you have to pay for it the front end, but you save more on the back end. But but pensions actually in other countries are taxed when the co- when the country needs more money. Right. So there are no pensions there for there's not that is not there anymore in America to even be taxed. Well, and and companies that had great pensions like Alcoa, which I mentioned before. They're not in. They're not in existence anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not Alcoa anymore. It's some other company. They've merged, changed the name, and changed the bylaws. So it's not the same thing anymore. And I think a lot of people are doing that. Well, the the companies got rid of pensions because they were having to fund them. Mm-hmm. And bef- years ago, people were using pension fund money for illegal purposes. And then they started the Employee Retirement Income Security Act. And when it was uh, brought into uh, existence in 74, well, all the companies could not no longer afford to meet all those requirements, and they just dropped them. And so the pensions went away. But it was a lot of, because that new thing came into law, it's like we can no longer promise to step up the money and keep putting all the money into the retirement. Just like we were talking about the Knox County retirement. Yeah, they meant to fund it another $50 million more than what they expected mm. or what the taxpayers voted for. Mm-hmm. So that's in a government pension. Wow. So um, are they good or bad? What are your, what's your just top, I mean, just that good They're or bad. bad? What do you think? You They're think bad. so? Yeah. Well, if they were done correctly, it would be okay. But... You know, crooks. that's like vouchers. If they're done correctly, it'd be okay. Well. It's, it's you know, I I don't think I think companies, I think pensions are so much a big part of what a company's expenses are that they can't afford it anymore, and government's not going to make them do it. Before you couldn't get rid of your pension plan because it was protected. Well, but here's the other problem here that we're not talking about. Okay, when you and I were teenagers, or even in our 20s probably, every savings account was guaranteed at least 6%, right? Right. 
you were going, you knew if you had money, you could get 6% every a year on it. Mm-hmm. No question. I mean, that was easy. Well, now, 6%? That's unheard of. Exactly. I mean, like you were talking earlier, CDs mm-hmm. were less than 1%, and only in the last few years have they risen. But before, I mean, but to get 6%, everybody and their grandmother would be flocking exactly. over there to give them their money. Exactly. Of course, they'd go broke doing it. They, you couldn't do it because loans are so cheap. Houses you, are financed at 4%. Yeah. Do you think Do you think that um, the president had anything to do with the variations in the stock market? Oh, no. I think it's the big corporate companies that saying, we got to make some money. And they start selling stuff off. And they drive it down, and then they wait till they get as low as they want to get and decide how much they want to make. And you wait and see. There'll be a time when all of a sudden they'll be buying it back. Because institutions own most of stocks. Mm-hmm. When you buy and sell stock, you're not really selling it to somebody else. They're just taking it back mm-hmm. and holding it. These, you know, your, your big brokerage firms hold millions and millions, as you know, of, mm-hmm. of shares of stock. They're not selling it back to somebody else. They're holding it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Free money. Is that one of those free money things you always talk about? Oh, that's about? the income tax. Oh, okay. Free money. Free, free money. money. All right. We got to move on. What we got coming up? Well, we're going to talk about things in the mailbox and also our complaints. We got some mail to talk about. Mm-hmm. and uh and good things there, too. So that's all coming up. So all right. how's your sponsor today? Gentry Griffey. They've been locally owned and operated funeral homes since 1948. They're there in Fountain City there, right next to the Fountain City Lake. And, you know, they really believe in attention to every single detail in planning the service that an individual or a family wants. They can customize plans to meet every unique need from a traditional service to um, whatever celebration of life you might like to do. And they really put families first. And, uh, you know, nowadays, I think more and more people are planning, pre-planning. It gives you peace of mind, and they really w- help work through that. It removes the stressful decisions that your loved ones ha- may have to make later after you're gone. And you can even pre-fund those pre-planned services, and it will save you money and uh, relieving the stress. But they are the only um, funeral home in Knox County that offers uh, on-site crematory, assuring that your loved one will never leave their care and allowing them to keep cremation options affordable their website is gentrygriffy.com a lot of great valuable information there and affordable packages i mean let's get real you gotta can't go broke doing it and they can help you with that they're just a phone call away at 689-4481 so there you go all right ed here we go all right dropping into the mailbox i reach in and pull out something from fran let's see fran lives in claxton and the question is, why do local governments give so much to nonprofits? Shouldn't they either have support or not, or go out of business? You know, this is a tricky thing. Um, nonprofits do get a lot of money, a tax money. And I don't know that citizens really think about how much of their tax money goes to nonprofits. So, should I, the real question here is I had a difficult time with this years ago. If a nonprofit is not able to get enough people to support them, are they popular enough to exist? I guess is a question I used to ask. And then some of the things I came up with is if the nonprofit is something that provides a service to people in need, Salvation Army, the Love Kitchen, uh, things like that, uh, you know, that's important. 
and uh, or when they help to increase tax dollars by increasing tourism, conventions, things like that. Or if it's something that provides culture or experiences to enrich the children's lives, public's lives that normally they wouldn't get to. That to me, that's the kind of the good. So when is it bad? Well, bad ways in my mind. Um, if a nonprofit has very little support, um, if a nonprofit gets money simply because elected officials want to be politically correct, um, a nonprofit, you know, and often nonprofit will talk to a candidate saying. Are you going to help fund us if you get elected? And if you do, then we're going to be for you. If you're not committing, then we may not be for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, when you talk about things like that, I remember my time on commission, uh, the Beck Cultural Center always mm-hmm. comes to mind. Yeah. they uh, Well, the, the, the mayor at the time mm-hmm. pulled uh, a lot of funding from them and came back and gave it to them uh, later. Yeah. Uh, here's the other thing about nonprofits, too, though. What if a nonprofit is poorly run? Yeah, they 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 waste the money. They're so poorly run, and and they depend on the government only to fund them. Um, how do you rate a nonprofit on their efficiency? Saying, well, you're you know you're not even a well-run company. Well, who determines who gets on the board to make those decisions in nonprofits? Uh, the director of the nonprofit. Exactly. They select who comes on the board. Is a, an answer to this is to let all governments put together a board made up of citizens to decide who gets government funds and who does not? Well, I think it's... No. Of course, then you're back to yeah, you're who back, selects yeah, who puts who gets you're on right the board. back there, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that would be the answer, but I, I do think government funding should not be part of a nonprofit. It, it started out when you had a surplus and you gave that money to nonprofits. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not mandatory. It's not part of the... The tax bill, or if we, you know, the taxes that we pay in Knox County should not be going to nonprofits. It, it, if we have a surplus, okay, spread it out. And I think that's what that's been going on. For instance, the fire departments, the county fire departments got quite a bit of money. And they're nonprofits this past year. You have your defined services uh, that come out, they have a proposal that you're going to provide some kind of service. Yeah. What are you going to do? And then we'll try to fund it. But you got right. to prove what you're going to do. Right. And you got to prove that you did it. And you got to prove you did it. And not, and, and there's some, you know, and there are different qualifications for it. But all, the, you know, and as a politician, everybody's pushing for their own thing. You so got like a rescue squad. Right. You, you know, they're going to get a certain amount of money because they do a service that nobody else is doing. Right. Uh, you've got um, a visit, visit Knoxville yeah. who helps draw people here to, for conventions and so forth. They get some of the hotel motel tax. Uh, so there are some things we have to have, but I do think it's there's nobody measuring how good a nonprofit really does their job and spends those government dollars. Some of them... Except the United Way. Okay. They do measure. Them. Okay, and but also, what do you do if, if a, you're a member? Let's say you've got a nonprofit, and the the executive director is making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Does that well, make sense? No. Well, there's but a lot of them that do that right here. Well, not if they're a United Way agency, they wouldn't. Can well, you prove that? that? Well, they there was a list in the paper not too long ago the the uh, salaries for the top nonprofits in Knox County, the top salaries. Well, some of them were just wow. Oh, I want to see that list. Can I get? Can I Google? Yeah, I'll see. find it for you. All right, good. We'll, uh, we'll uh, Google it. So there you go. All right, let's All move right. on. Where I don't know how far we're ahead or behind. I think we're doing pretty good. Okay, we got your complaint. 
All right, my complaint. Yeah. Page three. Page three. Where's my page? Page three. Okay, my complaint. Mm-hmm. That it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. My complaint. You don't have it? You don't mind? No, yeah, I don't yeah okay. What's on television? What's I on mean, television? It's yeah, I mean, you know, television has just gotten to the point to where it's almost awful. Like here, You got four hundred channels? I, well, that doesn't make any difference. You said I'm only talking three. about ne- <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it, it's just it's just terrible. It's just the things what do that you they want? put what do you on want? There. All right, now this show is going to air uh, about the same time. This is going to be on ABC's 2020. This is actually on a broadcast network. network. Yeah, okay. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. Who was it used to say I that? I don't know, but you're doing a really but good the job. The title of the show is <laughs> Bobbitt's Love Hurts. Oh, no. You're kidding me. That's the guy that his wife... Cut off his penis. Uh, well, I was going to say that, but yes, that's correct. With a kitchen knife in 1993. Wow. She got there's gonna be a him. there's gonna be a, a show on it. Yes, and 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 they're talking to him. I don't know if they talk to her, but they talk to him, and he, he explains what happened. He says emergency room physician comes in and looks oh. at his hands and wrists oh. and says, "There's no cut here. Oh, there was no cut because it goes down there." Oh, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> oh my gosh! His former wife, who did the procedure, is La- now. What is it? Or La- Lorena or she, Lorena? Yeah, Lorena or... Bobbitt. She's remarried. Oh, she emphasis. She flung her husband's appendage out of a car window uh, after she fled the apartment. Oh. Surgeons, well, they recovered it. Surgeons successfully reattached it. Mm. And Bobby says it's normal now. He says, here's his quote. This is a quote of the day. I don't want to mess with it. It's been through the ringer. <laughs> <laughs> this may be the first R-rated podcast. I- Oh, man. That's not R-rated. It's going to be on ABC News. Well, that's true. How can oh, that be R-rated? Come on. That's what. That's my complaint. That's what America's come to. America has just come to this crap. I'm with you. All right. All right. Uh, here's mine. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid mine's not going to measure up. Whoa! Oh, man. Okay. If you're the first in line at a stoplight, in my book, in my world, I have you have been assigned by everybody else at the intersection with one job. And you know what that job is? What? To go on green. Oh, I agree with that. Not to sit there and look at your phone, you know, and yeah. tweet and text and all that stuff because you're not and you, and you know, everybody's waiting and the light's been green for ten seconds and we're trying not to blow the horn at you. Uh, and then you finally look up and go, oh, how long's it been green? And then you go. Listen, you know, you, if you're the first in line at a stoplight, remember this, folks. You have been assigned. You've been entrusted with the job <laughs> to go when it turns green. Because the rest of us are going to be on our phones. But out of the corner of our eye, we'll see your car go. And we'll all drop our phones and follow after you. You have one job. Right? <laughs> you screwed it up. Today, was it today? Yes, it was today. I was two cars behind one that was sitting at a red light. Yeah. And I thought, well, go ahead and blow your horn, people in front of me. And they didn't blow the horn. They well, just so it turned there. green, and they were still yeah, sitting there. They were okay. still sitting behind him. So I started. I got on my horn and started honking. So you finally did. Yeah. I try to be nice and gay. Go, it's well, you okay know. to blow horns. Go to Florida. Do what they do in Miami. Blow the horn. Just let them have it. Let them have it. Well, cab drivers in New York can't blow the horn anymore. How can well, I do let that? Let them have it. All right. Let it, that's what the horn's for. What do you think they put that on cars for? Blow the horn. And then they always point at me. 
Right after that, when I blow the horn. <laughs> but that middle finger. He show you that finger to heaven. Yeah, exactly. All right, how can people comment on this thing? Well, <laughs> go to adambob.com, All right. our webpage, and there's the comment section down on the right of the page, and that's where you need to put your comments on. Okay. Now, if you put a comment on Facebook, that's okay. It's facebook.com forward slash adambob. However, my New Year's resolution is I'm through with Facebook. <laughs> so Ed won't be there, but I will no, be yeah, to try to help him, yeah. and I'll, I'll text it to him or something. So do that. Uh, Twitter, we're at Ed and Bob Knox, uh, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox. I don't ever get any of those. You don't? No. Oh, well, we'll send you some. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to tease what's coming up for the next show? Lamar Alexander, he has had every political position in the state of Tennessee. He's been he's been president of the University of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. He's been governor. Yeah. He's been uh he's a US senator. Yeah. He's been uh what else has he been? He's been something else too. What else what else he's, uh, he was a, a secretary of education. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, secretary of education. Yeah. And and he isn't running for reelection, I understand. Mm-hmm. That's the rumor. Yeah. No, he's yeah. he's already said he's not. Oh, he's not going to run. He is not running. Okay. So they're well, lining up. Yeah. You know who we got saying that they may run? Well, of course you got Haslam. Yeah, they're mentioned Bill Haslam, Bredesen. How about uh, Black? Yeah, Boyd. What if you had two women senators? Because you didn't have uh, Marsha Blackburn and Diane Black? Well, would that be crazy? Yeah, Has that ever happened? No, I don't think two, so. Two women senators? And what about Boyd, who spent $18 million? Shouldn't you just give it to him? Well, I think, well, yeah, give it to him. Corker, could he run for a... No, he's going to run for president. Mark Green, Burchett? How about Not Mayor Burchett? Burchett? No. That's what they're mentioning his name are they really? Ashley Nichols, who yeah, ran I, against him. Yeah, I like woman. Ashley Nichols. There's another woman. She's pretty good. All right. Well, there you go. We're going to talk about that the next Ed and Bob show. Ed, happy new year, brother. Thank you, brother. Thanks for show 21. All right. Good job. See you next time. Here we go. My life is going to be beautiful. I have sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said Tell me quick Ain't love a kid